This is an SJC Radio production. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to episode nine of series three of Pit Stop. We have a full compliment today, uh, which is great. I don't know about you people, but I'm still feeling a little bit tired from the weekend, which... <laughs> I mean, bearing in mind, I did a little bit of walking on Saturday and uh, camped one night. We're talking about D of E, by the way. Uh, and these three did three days of walking, two nights camping. Terrible. Oh, well, uh, one of us didn't do any camping. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, Max did no camping. Um, <laughs> but all three of you walked in the rain all day yeah. Friday. Are you feeling tired to start with? I was feeling very tired Saturday, when, uh, not Saturday, Sunday when we got back, yeah. but I've, I've recovered now. I, I, I had know. a Red Bull and I'm still exhausted. I went to bed at 9.30 last night, like fast asleep in bed at 9.30. And you're still, I'm all right, you Joe, you were covered. Oh, I'm on for you, all right. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't on Sunday. I, right? <laughs> I haven't caught up with all my sort of motorsport or, or rugby yet. I mean, um, I had three attempts to watch the MotoGP. Uh, the first two I fell asleep almost straight away. No, no, it wasn't boring at all. It took me three attempts to watch the MotoGP. The Moto3, I tried to watch, but missed all of it because I fell asleep. <laughs> Last night, I tried to watch the, the sale um, extra rugby match. I fell asleep after 10 minutes. I've got so much sport to ca- catch up on. There's a danger I, I wouldn't have watched all the sport before this weekend coming. Have, have, have you caught up on the sport? Did you watch the Grand Prix? Uh, yeah, I watched yeah. the Grand Prix. Yeah. watched very little of it. Yeah. But I'm, I, think, I think I've got a good idea of what happened. So. Okay, very good. It was quite a busy weekend of motorsport. Um, there was IndyCar from Road America. Uh, that was won by, oh, Alex Palau. <laughs> Not Kevin Magnussen. How did he do it? He DNF'd, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I saw the highlights on YouTube. Uh, Grosjean was, well, I don't know where he finished, but he was doing pretty well. Alex Palau won. Poor old uh Newgarten was was leading. I think he dominated the race. Two laps to go. His gearbox went all funny. Oh. Then he just dropped like a stone through the field. Right, moving on. Formula One. The result. Result. Ed, you should know the result. Tell me the I result. do know the result. Yeah. Um, it's a good Stappen won. 
Hamilton P2, Perez P3. Right. So, who saw the race? Joe, have you watched, watched the highlights the or the full length? Full race. Okay. Your ratings for that race? Uh, out of five, I'm going three. Okay. Uh, I mean, racing, it was a better race than I thought Le Castellet would be, Yeah. being honest. Yeah. But had Red Bull not done that pit stop, made it a two stop, it would have been quite drab. So, I'm glad they did. They made it exciting. Um, so, it was actually quite a good race, but it was nothing to lose sleep about. Max? Well, um, I thought it was about three, three and a half. The only thing that really made it interesting was Red Bull's pitting. But I realised after watching the Formula E a few times, you know a race is very boring when the, the commentators are trying to make it sound much more exciting. Like, this is such an interesting race, I think David Crofty was saying. This is so immense. What an amazing uh, thing we have from France. And if you just skip the whole Red Bull Mercedes drama, it was a very boring race. So you talk about this Red Bull pit stop. Tell me about this Red Did they have like a second pit stop? Which uh, they put so behind. everyone was preparing for, for one stop. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Verstappen was leading. Yeah. But I think they were worried that his tyre grade oh, was too much. So he did what um, Hamilton did to Verstappen in Spain. Um, did his pit stop. Then were, was quick enough on the outlaps. Uh, to overtake Hampton with, I think, two laps to spare. Okay, so you had an overtake for the lead with two laps to spare, yeah. purely because they had the second pit yeah. stop. So you've given it three, three, you've given it... Three and a half. I'll give it three and a half. Okay. Um, I mean, I haven't much, watched much of it, but um, what I have seen is pretty good. I mm. thought it wasn't too bad for the Castellet, as Joe yeah. was saying, it was pretty, pretty nice, but um, compared to what we've had before, but yeah, not bad. I... But not like anything we've seen at Baku and yeah. uh, Imola. I find it difficult watching races at Poor Car because of the silly multicoloured runoff areas. It's so odd. I, I just, it just. You, I think it looks quite you, cool. What it's I'm different. saying is the multicoloured runoff areas dominate the screen. They take up yeah. about two thirds of the screen or this silly multicoloured tarmac. I just find it difficult to watch. Um, MotoGP. Um, I haven't watched all the races. I've still got Moto3 Moto2 to watch. I know that Moto3 was run by Acosta, Championship Leader. Moto2 was run by Gardner, Championship Leader. Big surprise, MotoGP result. Yes. Mark Marquez. Mm -hmm. Somebody said he would win. I don't know who that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, was that you? I, I think it might have been. Um, Is this guy who's never lost? Yeah, he's, he's never lost. Ring. Sasha, Ring, you're right. He's never, and he, he's still. And he won. And he won. Yeah. But you said he would never win. But I also said, but I, he was my prediction. But you actually <laughs> said he wouldn't win a whole race this whole year. But I did say he would win at the Sasha, Ring. Now, <laughs> I'll tell you why he won and why he won't win another race this year. They're, they're talking about it on commentary. Because Sasha, Ring basically is it's about seven left-handers and like two right-handers. The right arm, which Marquez is his right uh, arm, which was injured last year. Because they're basically turning left all the time, the right arm isn't overstressed at all. So the right arm has an easy time of it because all the corners are left-hand corners. When we go to Aston this weekend, there's as many right, probably more um, right corners than left corners. He, he won't, I say this, he won't feature for the Be win. Careful. His right arm had an easy ride of it because of all the left-handers. That's why he was able to win at the Sasha Ring, and which is why... He won't win another race this year. <clears throat> Dangerous saying that, but that's what I think anyway. Right, the predictions table. I, I, first of all, talk about how each of us did over the weekend. It was an excellent weekend for Ed, because would you believe it, Ed got the Formula One result 100% correct. Wow. Very happy about that. So wow. Ed scored, I don't think you scored in the MotoGP though, you scored 75 points overall. 
Second place was, I was feeling incredibly smug when I saw the MotoGP result because I got Marquez first, but I had, I had Quattararo second, Oliveira third, but it was Oliveira second, Quattararo third. So I was thinking, gosh, aren't I clever almost getting it 100% correct? And I saw Ed's performance in the <laughs> F1 and okay. So he stole my thunder, basically. So I got Sorry 55 points. Joe, you scored 45 points. Max, uh, you, you're in fourth place with 30 points. <laughs> Overall standings. Now, what's good here is, Ed, you've gone from, is it last or second I last? think I was joint last with somebody. Well, Joe's still in the lead with 235, but, but being chased down by Ed, he's on 210. Ooh. Uh, I'm a little bit behind the 175, and Max, well, actually, Matt, no, no, Max, you, you're on 170. But Ooh. actually, you know what was proof? Hold on, hold on, I'm confused by this. Have I made a mistake here? Probably. If I scored 50 more Max, Max can't be that high. Why am I, <laughs> I think I've made a mistake there. I right, we'll take that result. Yeah. I have to double, I've got a feeling, Max, that you can't be just five points behind me. No, if no. I scored 50. <laughs> no way. Although, were you, were I was you, way ahead of you. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. that's probably yeah. right. Yeah. You see, Right, what, this proves, what this proves is um, I do my predictions off the betting odds. And it just proves <laughs> not to bet. <laughs> so the lesson learned is, that's a good lesson. That's what I do yeah. for MotoGP, because I have no clue. Oh, really? I always do the betting odds. Well, Tiaka got polled, didn't he? And I was rubbing my, my hands together thinking, yes, we got this. I, I pricked him for, I think maybe even for the win. Yeah, and he... Yeah, it's one of those occasions where he, he took pole and then he fell off, but it was a proper crash that he had. And actually, it was only about two minutes to go, and that was the end of the qualifying. So, would he have stayed on pole? I think he might have stayed on pole. Um, so, he did a bit of the Charles Leclerc. The Charles Leclerc job. But, but the MotoGP crash, of course, was a, quite a big accident. Oh, yes, uh, so he definitely didn't do it deliberately, let's put it that way. But, yeah, Sarko faded in the race. I was surprised by that. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a real surprise. The race was. Not particularly eventful. But um, surprising podium. But though. the result... Was, Bind, was Binder? No, well. no, no. It was there or thereabouts. Yeah. But the result was... First time ever I've been really, really pleased that Mar Marquez is from MotoGP. So I would give it out of five. I'd give it probably two and a half out of five. Well, um, I, th I thought the F1 podium, I think we're going to see a lot more of the Verstappen, Hamilton... I, I know. Perez. I think Perez is going to feature a lot more on the podium. That's, that's the well, new I mean, Hamburg, Yeah, that's what... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... I reckon that probably wraps up for part one. Okay, so um, please join us after the break. Welcome back. I'm going to start off, kind of as usual, with Tom's pit stop pilgrimage. Joe, can you remind us of last week's clue? It's a tough one. It, well, it, it is tough because there was me feeling very confident having got the week before was correct. I didn't get anywhere with this one at all. So can we have the clue again, Tom? <laughs> Joe? <laughs> Sorry? The only place to go from Pacific to Caribbean. Sing it six. Oh, you eight. Bring me an emerald. This week, you are going to be on a boat and then in car for a short duration of only 16 days. You'll cover a distance of 8,453 miles during that time, so you better get going. Right, the thing, Oueki car must have been, I, I wrote it down, it must have been some sort of anagram, was it? It was. Oh, okay. Can, can you give us the answer, Ed? Um, we're in a track in Ecuador called 
Yahua Kocha. Well, no wonder I didn't get it. It's Yahua very obscure. <laughs> Yahua Kocha. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Kocha means car in Spanish. So, so if you do get it, well done, because that was that was tough. That was, oh my word. Very hard. Good grief. Uh, so the oh. only place to go, I'll, I'll break okay, down the clue. Okay, yeah, yeah, break down the clue. The only place to go is the only circuit in the whole of Ecuador. That's a good clue. Uh, from Pacific to Caribbean, Ecuador is the only country with two seas on its coastline. Oh. So that would be the Pacific and the Caribbean. Um, is it? Sing at six. Are you sure? What about what about England? We got the the North Sea and the Atlantic. <sighs> oh, okay. okay. Carry on. I, I'm now. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's more oceans. Yeah, maybe it's oceans. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I won't criticise the clues. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Um, and sing at six in um, Ecuador. The national anthem is played out at six every day. Is it? And oh, oh you achy car. Right. Is an anagram. Yeah, well, I got that bit, but I didn't get the anagram. And bring me an emerald. Emeralds are widely found in Ecuador. Emeralds in Ecuador. Now, can we have the motorsport relevance of this racetrack, or is it just? It's it just there is a racetrack. Can you can you spell that for me, please? Can you spell it for me? Oh well, the the, the circuit. I'll have to do. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll look into this, and then next week I'll say something about this track, which I've never heard of, and I'm probably the world's leading expert in racetracks. It does. It does. Look like it. A modest one too. And a modest one too. But there's no. It, it does look quite good. It looks. The track looks alright, yeah. and that looks quite modern to me. Can we have the spelling, please, Joe? Uh, y. Y. A. A. U. U. No, no, no. no, no. Okay, on, one, okay. one more attempt, right. and we'll let it. Okay. Y. A. H. U. A. R. C. O. C. A. C. O. C. A. So it's yeah. Yeah. Yahua Yeah. Yahua Kocha. Blimey. Uh, that's all I can say to that is blimey. I'll tell you what, I'll do some... Uh, well, you've just showed me the track diagram. To me, that looks like a modern circuit. It what, looks like a good track. What, what does, have we got the year that it was constructed? I think that's modern. All right. Oh, okay. Should I, press, should I press pause and I record yep. whilst you're doing your search on Google or whatever? 17. Okay, Ed, so you've managed to, to find out when the circuit was constructed? Yes, in 1984. I'm surprised by that because the actual track map, to me... It, it looks like a modern circuit. I would have said that was probably constructed sometime this century. Mm. Uh, cool. But, you know, Beautiful. In, in the 2000s. You look at this. You've got some pictures. Oh, wow. It's a very scenic looking track. That's nice right. Right. racer. Yeah. Excellent. Let's see if we can get the uh, pit stop budget up so we can all race around there. Right. Okay. Uh, moving on. Ed, have you got... I mean, that was, by any standards, impossible. If you got that, well wow. done. Yeah, I mean, well done. You should co-host, I think. You got that? <laughs> well, I mean, you, if you got that, you're probably the world's most brainiest person ever. Yeah, I, that, I that, looking, <laughs> that, that's impossible. Okay. I was looking at it for a while. I was yeah, I, I, I mean, well, I worked out what the anagram was, but that's as far as we got. Right, Ed. Next week's quiz. Let's hope it's simpler than this week than last week's. Well, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope we get an easier time for this yeah. week. Okay. All right, here we go. Get off your sensor bike. We are off for a dance. It's going to be a dense place and under sea, a nutritious land. Trading vegetables and flowers, tall, active, and happy. It's a 6,000 mile journey this week. I didn't hear any obvious anagrams in that. Sensor bike, I think. Ah, sensor bike. Uh, sensor, S E N S A. S E N. Oh, I, that is, that's the anagram, isn't it? Mm. Okay, I'm going to say I'm confident I'm going to get that because we've, we've spotted the anagram. Right, and we've also got 6,000 miles away from. 
Ecuador. How much does that help? Because I mean, we don't know if it's north, south, east, west. No, but uh, you can. Well, it's uh, not going to be in the middle Google of the Earth, sea. You can measure no. six thousand meters, and you can go can you? around. You can get you distance around that. How do you do that? I can show you after. Is, is that on like Google Maps or something? Yeah, I can. I'm doing it now. In fact. Ah. Well, okay. So it, it does help if you're 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 good at that sort of thing, uh, which I'm obviously not. Um, okay, so we are confident we're going to get that one. Um, I hesitate to ask this question, uh, Max. Yeah. Are you prepared with your questions? I am. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I, are you really? No. The book is open. If the book is open, that that for Max is being prepared. <laughs> right, Max. Dive on in and ask a couple of questions. Okay. This one, I think, is going to be extremely hard. Oh, I don't. I don't want a numbers question. Let's say how yeah. many. We're not interested in that. Right, off you go. Where did Round Eleven of a nineteen ninety nine calendar come from? I've got no idea. That's a silly question. Right. Oh dear. Max, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Okay. You always like going into early lunch. Is I that do. Because you're hungry. Oh, it's hungry. Correct. Yes, it's hungry. Okay. Max, that was a terrible question. <laughs> so, can we do better? Yes. Which this one... is what happens when you don't do your preparation. You come up with lousy questions. <laughs> Which one of the... Carry on. Which one of the TV presenters drove an ensign in the 1980 Belgian okay. Grand Prix? I think I know this. I think it might be Tiffany Dell. It is the answer. Tiffany Dell. Good. Phew. Who right, finished... Third in a Fittipaldi Ford oh. in 1980 Hold on. Argentina. Just saying, the other day, Max, it's in 1980 is two years before I even watched the Grand Prix. So, also, okay, I'll, I'll attempt this one. Then we'll fast forward maybe to post-82. What's the question again, Max? Uh, who finished third in a Fittipaldi Ford in the 1980 Argentine Grand Prix? I've got no idea. I'm, not, I'm going to go for, what was the car, sorry? Uh, Fittipaldi Ford. Like I, I go for Emerson Fittipaldi. Oh no, hold on, hold on. Or was it his? Was it his brother? I go, I, let's go for Emerson, Emerson Fittipaldi. KK Rosberg. Right. Uh, can we skip ahead to eighty two? Okay. When I at least I eighty two. Right. Yes, but you say that, sir. I only yeah. started watching F one this year, but I could probably yes. answer a question from twenty seventeen. But the thing is, twenty seventeen was doing my maths. That was four, four years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Nineteen eighty was. <laughs> An awful long time ago. Was 40, it 41 years ago? Bearing in mind, I didn't Does even... that not make you feel old? Not really. <laughs> it was only the other day. Right, Max. Give me a couple okay. of post-82 questions. Which driver won the 1982 Grand Prix in France, totally against team orders? That was René Arnoux. Um, yeah, because I've said this before. They were running... The Renaults were running 1-2. Arnoux ahead of Prost. Prost was ahead of Arnoux in the championship. They wanted Prost to win. Because in those days... No pit-to-car radio. The only communication between... Yeah, you look stunned by that. There was no pit-to-car radio, Max. In those oh. days, you held out... You know, the, the, the old pit bull. So they still use those? Yeah, they, they do. do. They, what do they say on They, 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 well, do, they tell well, you your position. I think they tell you what your gap is to your car in front. Um, I didn't realise they're still using they're, Formula they're still, 1. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they relied the so much more on the pit. I didn't see my point, because if they can just tell them on radio... Well, sometimes yeah. it breaks. I mean, even in the French yeah. Grand Prix... And the Azerbaijan. Uh, and yeah. the Azerbaijan yeah. Grand Prix, they had some blips. I mean, in MotoGP, they have to use those pit walls because they, they don't have um, pit-to-bike radio. They, they can send, would you believe it, sort of like a text message. So the pit can send a text message to the rider. The rider can't reply to that. But, but in terms of their gap, they, they use the pit boards. So we go back to 1982. The last, the closing laps of the French Grand Prix, the Renault team were 
hanging out the pit board and it said pros one arnu two that was being shown to arnu to to say look you you, you you've got to concede the place to uh, pros well because pros was ahead in the championship Arnu being French, completely ignored that. Being French, I'm and not sure you're allowed to say that. Well, hold on, no, 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 Max, no. no. Being French because he was at the French Grand Prix. I wasn't, uh, <laughs> I wasn't saying that French people are awkward. I was saying that um, it was a French driver in a French car in the French Grand Prix. So he wants to win. He wants to win his own Grand Prix. So he completely ignored that. Surprise, surprise, the end of the season, Arnu leaves Renault and he goes to Ferrari. Not a bad um, no more questions, Max. Too scared. I am too scared. I always quit whilst you're ahead. Um, we're going to move on, I think. Joe, are you prepared with your fact of the week? I can always go over to Ed. Go I'll go to Ed. No now, what I've noticed here... With, oh, with... actually, no, sorry, oh. I have got it. Oh, he has got it. I didn't, I didn't think I did, yeah. but I do. Okay, um, okay, let's go with you then. I, I want to do it before it comes out of date. It's about the French Grand Prix this year. Right, yeah. And it's only the 10th race... In F1 history. Ooh, okay, but ooh. yes. Without. Without. Hold on. Without what? Without. Hold on. Tenth race with not without a crowd, obviously. No, there was a crowd there. Tenth race without in something. Qualifying, yeah. It was a tenth race in Formula One history without something. Uh, do you know? Safety car. No. 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 no, no. Lap time deleted. No. Oh, no. 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 Only the tenth car. race in Formula One history. Can you give us a clue on this without uh, giving it away? You're on the right lines of safety car. Right, safety car. Virtual safety yellow car. flag. Oh, that's a good answer. It was. Oh, it's the 10th race in F1 history yeah. without a single DNF. Oh, really? There's Isn't that no interesting? One Everyone oh, finished wow. the race. Isn't that interesting? See... The last one was the 2019 Austrian Grand Isn't that interesting? See, I think... I mean, that's... Okay, that's wonderful. It's wonderful these cars don't break down. But... Boring. Well, I agree with you. Max, if we go back to 1982, which you were asking me questions about earlier, um, the races were very eventful, partly because of the Renaults, for example, kept on breaking down. Had the cars been as reliable in 1982 as they are today, the races would have been really, really dull. But um, invariably, the Renaults would go out in front, or the Brabham's would go out in front, they would blow up. The Renaults would go out in front, they would blow up. So it's all very dramatic. Well, I mean, it's like um, George Russell this week finished 13th. I think without any retirements, That's if there good. were two, three retirements, he could have easily got a point. In the top ten. That's a really interesting um, fact. That I think, I think that's the most interesting fact we've had. Yeah, I, I think. I think we've, we've had some great ones. Though, that so is a very good one. But I mean, well done, Formula One teams for making these reliable cars. But actually, from an entertainment point of view, it's quite fun when the cars go yeah. down, basically. Right. Okay. Oh, hold on. You've written that down. Is that the answer to that? No. No. Oh, sorry. no, no, no. no. I, I, I've been looking on my phone. Right. I've been looking at my phone. Yeah. And it, the range from the range from Ecuador. Right. Yeah. Looks to be around sort of sort of Western Africa and sort of middle Europe. I've just realised that our um, listeners, when I said. We'll never clue what we're talking about. Okay, people, no, what, what's happening is Ed is writing down some answers here. I'm not writing down any answers. What, what, He's writing down it's some stuff news. we need to mention. Oh, oh, my apologies. I thought these were answers <laughs> no, to the quiz. No, no, no I keep too that far. to myself. Right. That's too far. Right, uh, excellent. So we're looking somewhere in Europe and Western Africa for the quiz question. Oh, you're giving us a clue. 
That is. Because uh, I've, I've, I've checked Hold out 6,000 miles range. Europe and, oh, okay. Western and, Africa. Oh, it doesn't narrow it down that much. At least, well, we, can, at least we, we know we're not in North America or Australasia or Asia. We, we can... I'm joking. Good. We can ignore America and, and Britain, Australasia. Britain seems a bit too close. We're looking yeah. sort of mainland. I was looking sort of... Spain seems a bit too close, so I'm looking right. France. I'm Monaco get this. looks pretty I'm, good. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm confident. Good. Got a week to do it. Um, where are we? Uh, sorry. We're over to you, Ed. Now, what, what I've noticed with Ed, I'm, Ed, he chooses these drivers. Um, he tends to, they don't tend to be sort of random selections. I think he, he sort of thinks about what's going on because we had... Who did we have last week? We had uh, Marcus Erickson. And, of course, he just won in Detroit. So I know the way that Ed works. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't rely on that this uh, week, sir. So. Oh, dear. Right. Um, sure. um, okay, so um, we're doing Ed's Who Am I? I'll start off. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say, are you alive? Because they, they're all alive. So I'm going to say, are you currently racing a Formula One? No. Question. We've got nine left. Mm, okay. Are you European? Yes. So we think he's have a. Have you won a race? I have won a race. Right. So, so European is one of us. Formula One driver who's won a Grand Prix. It's, and he's European. Championship? How about? Oh, that's quite a good question. Have you won a championship? No. Oh, I was limited. Right. Mm. Right, okay. so somebody's won a race, right. but not a champion. Uh, did you race. Uh, when I say the last century, you know what I mean, the 80s, the 90s. He raced in the 90s. Right, 90s. the 1990s. Right, yeah, 1990s, Formula 1 driver. Um, we know he's European and he's won a race. doesn't narrow it down too much. We, we need the nationality. Have we, said he's, have we asked about being European? European? We've got five questions left, haven't we? So he is European. Right. So we can go, there's normally a few countries that they can come from, so normally French, British, German, Italian, not so much. I'm thinking, I'm not, this is not a, it's not a question, Ed, but I'm thinking people like Fisichella, people like that, who won a race, mm. he's Italian. Um, okay, um, let's go for, is he Italian? No. Right, we've got French. Um, we've got British, British as well. What about British drivers? Oh, you've got people like Johnny Herbert. <gasps> Gotta love Johnny Herbert. Yeah. Okay. We've got four questions left. So we need to ask a question. Okay. Are you British? Good question. Yes. Right. Ooh, right. Nice. So, not, so Johnny, what David Coulthard or Johnny Herbert's one of those two? Well, David Coulthard won a championship. And no, he didn't. No, not a Formula One championship. No, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. No. Right. It's, oh, okay. Hey, it's definitely. Oh, Martin Bundle didn't win a race, so it's going to be Herbert or Coulthard. But that... Coulthard is Scottish. Right. Yeah, but yes, I asked uh, British. Uh, well, next question: Are you English? No. Right. It's going to be right. Well, we know that. Ask questions. I know why. Max, ask questions. Say, are you? Are you David Coulthard? Yes. And I know race. why. I know right. why he chose it. Why would he choose it? Because of Rebel's new video. Um, that's that's not why. Oh, <laughs> oh come on! That <laughs> makes sense. Tell us why you chose it. It would make sense. Well, I'm just thinking. The new video is. He does a lot of commentary now. Yeah. Stuff with Channel. I I thought I I thought I thought you might go for is it not Jan Magnussen? What's he called? Um, Kevin 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 Magnussen. Two because he competed in the IndyCar race last weekend. Did he win? Well, no, 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 no. He he retired. Oh, I I did see. 
No, you no, didn't. You didn't podium. In his first it's race, you got, you got P3 in his first race and didn't beat him. No, no, no in IndyCars. So oh, Kevin Magnussen oh, made it. Well, but I did watch, uh, there's a video on YouTube, which was, it was his pit to, to car radio uh, chat. Mm-hmm. He did actually lead a lap because the safety car came out. The whole field went to the bits. He stayed out. So he did actually lead a uh, lap in the IndyCar race. Uh, he did overtake some people. He had a few offs. I think quite an eventful uh, debut that was. So, yeah, I thought you might go for Kevin Magnussen. Moving on. Uh, oh, well, we're nearly there, aren't we? Let's go with um, what's on this weekend's stroke predictions. I mentioned, first of all, something that we don't predict about. It's the IMSA. We've got IMSA again this weekend. This time it's the six hours of Watkins Glen. Two items of good news. Number one, my favourite livery car, the Ali Cadillac, is back, <laughs> which is fantastic. I like that. Second bit of good news, the race is on a Saturday and it starts 10.40 a.m. Eastern time. Doing the math, that means it starts 3.40 our time, I think. I'd hope p.m. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 3.40 p.m. Saturday evening. If you want to watch some really, really good motorsport, go to uh, IMSA TV. I will be tuning in. Watkins Glen is a classic racetrack, and the IMSA racing is really, really exciting. So uh, it's a six-hour one. A prediction. I'm not predicting for that, but if no. we go... Okay, so, so okay, Max, let's go to... Oh, is there a MotoGP race? There is. Let's go, first of all, to the, the F1. <laughs> okay. uh, it is what Grand Prix this weekend, please? Uh, this is the Styrian. It is indeed. Coming from Austria. Max. I can, I can go first. Uh, okay. okay. Ed, Joe. I am going. Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, and then Perez. Okay. That's the new norm, It I is the new norm. Ed, what are you going for? Um, I'll go Max for the win. Uh, mm. He's strong around Austria. You are right. I think we'll go Checo P2. Yeah. And then Lewis P3. Okay, Joe. I'm, I'm also going for the Red Bull 1 2, Max at the top, so Max uh, and then Checo. Oh. Um, and then P3. So it's quite a quick circuit. Who's that pretty good in the quick? Um, ooh. Alvitaris haven't been too shabby, but I believe. As much as Mercedes have slumped, mm. they haven't slumped slower than Afritari. So I'm going to probably go with Lewis Hamilton. Now, there's no point in me going a Red Bull 1-2. There's, there's, there's no point in that. Because if I to close the gap, I've got to do something different. A bit like if I'm starting from the back of the grid and you're all doing a two-stopper, yeah. I do a two-stopper, I'll, if I start Stay last, back. I'll end last. But if I do a one-stopper... You might gain some. I might come last, but I might gain a lot of paces. So I only do the equivalent of a one-stopper, whilst you lost doing a two-stopper. I'll, I'll stop that analogy. Um, I'm going to go for Hamilton 1. I don't think he'll win, but I've got to do something different, haven't I? Um, I could see him winning. I, I, I can as well. I'm going to go Hamilton, Perez, Bottas, because, well, what? why not? Um, you never know. Um, I mean, Max Verstappen, I think, will win, but he might crash out. Let's hope he does. Um, <laughs> well, I reckon Bottas won't be there to challenge right. the podium if he does think. Now, you, oh, I'm committed now. I'm not changing it. Okay. I'm committed. Can't, I think you're probably you can't, right. Can't we we can't change it. MotoGP predictions. I'm going to go laugh because I don't want to give you any clues oh, as to who's... Uh, <laughs> Max, 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 stop going on these gambling sites. You shouldn't be encouraging that. Right, um, let's go then, Ed, first, please, MotoGP. Where are they racing? They are racing at Assen, a classic racetrack. Um, yeah, we we'll go... Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Quattararo. Yeah, always a good choice. He's 
safe bet. He's a safe bet. Uh, we'll go Morbid Delhi and Johan Zarko. I'm not going to comment on these until you've all given them. So I, I might laugh at some of these, but not just yet. Um, let's go to okay. Joe, who's probably more prepared than Max. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, list- I'm yeah. going for Morbidelli. Uh, Morbidelli won? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quartararo. Yeah. Miller. Oh, yeah. Um, Max? I'm going. I've got no clue. Um, Can I just apologise for, for the, your pronunciation in advance? I'm actually going to go. You are getting better. Sure. Right. right. Banyana, Banyaya, Banyaya. He actually, oh, got yeah. it back. Okay. See what he retrieved that. Banyaya. He stood up in it. He almost said banana, but yeah. <laughs> Zarko. Yeah, always a good bet. Oh, always. And then, um, trying to find someone else. Uh, Quattraro. Yeah, that that is a good bet. How was that yeah. pronunciation? Yeah, it's pretty good actually, mate. Booyah. Well done. It's your best so oh, far. Sorry, breaking news. Oh, well, I, I, okay. Yeah. No, no. Go to your breaking news. Okay. Uh, F1 have just put up. We are excited to confirm the British Grand Prix will have a full capacity crowd. I will. I, okay, I'm going to say I can't. That won't happen. I, I cannot see that happening. I, I mean, it's great news, but there is. It's when, not when, that long away. Is when, it? when is it, yeah, Joe? Um, oh well, ticket holders will need a proof. Ticket holders will need uh, a proof of negative lateral flow test taken right, within 48 yeah. hours. We have to do the same or, thing for or, proof of a full vaccination. Well, okay. Yeah. I, I, I would be surprised if it was. Maxed out. Uh, that, that, so that is good news, though. Ed, we have I? to do the same thing for vessel speed. So Proof of negative test negative or test double vaccine. Okay. Well, that, that, I'll tell you what, that is good news. Right, folks, my prediction for the MotoGP. So we're at Aston. I'm going number one. I've got to go. I've got to go Quattararo for one. Second place, I'm, go, I'm going to go. Second place, let's go for. Um, no, I'll tell you what, I'm changing that. I'm going number one. I'm going for whose name I've just forgotten. He's the Katie. Yeah, Oliveira number one. Mm. Oliveira one. Not sure about Quattararo two. And I'm going to go for. Oh, this is a gamble. Wins three. I can now comment on your predictions. Bad luck, um, Joe and Ed. Morbidelli is never going to finish in the top three. That ain't going to happen. Last time he said something like that, though. No, you're probably right. And Max, I can't see Pagnaia winning. He's had a poor run of form recently. So I would say my MotoGP predictions are by far the best. I don't know. You actually want to stuff you up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Excellent. Um, You've got an updated... Okay, what was this? What is this? This is the news Ed was talking about. (laughs) It's about Yas Marina. Yeah. Uh, It's it's going to be an updated circuit for... Uh, then um, well the first major restructuring to its open in 2009, and we just look at the track map. Yeah, but that, but yeah. That, okay. So we're looking at a track map, people. So you know where it goes in the first sector into a chicane and then a hairpin, which we've said before is one of the most stupidest combination of corners well, ever. You'll be happy, you'll be happy now. Are they getting rid of now? It's a hairpin. They're getting rid of that chicane. They're getting rid of chicane. They've been listening to us. They must I've have been, been saying that for years. And then, bam, by the end, you know, uh, after the second straight, it's a chicane. Yes. They're now quartering it off, making oh, it, uh, I think it's a bank. Uh, banked. Like sure? Zandvoort. Banked. You sure? Banked left-hander. That'd be good. All the way right. down, flowing section, but they are keeping the 90-degree corners at the end around right. the hotel. I think they're, they're making it slightly more open. That, that is great news. They've no doubt been listening to us. That's fantastic. Gosh. Okay, so that pretty much uh, wraps it up uh, for this week's show. Uh, what have we learned this week? Uh, that Ecuador is the only country in the world with two oceans. Also only has one racetrack. 
And Yas Marina might actually be an interesting race this year. And Max's pronunciation has improved slightly. Slightly. This was an SJC Radio production written and presented by Mr Bird, Joe, Ed and Max. The editor was Mr Bird and it was produced by Tom Russell. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as tune in like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well